0: And ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sporting Chance Podcast with your host Matt Maratea, talking about Philly sports, more sports, beer, life in general, and whatever the heck else seems to come to mind. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Hey, hey what do you say, folks? It is me, Matt maritea back again. It's been a little bit of hiatus from the podcast, and that is completely my fault, and I apologize. But, obviously, I've been watching a little bit of NHL Playoff Hockey, and I'm back again to give you my thoughts and takes on a wild and crazy first round. But before I do that, I want to remind you guys that I am... A representative of lanafee uh, products it is some of the best active wear i have ever owned and if you use my code maratea that's m-a-r-a-t-e-a it helps me out it helps you out you're gonna get some sweet gear i've got a hat shirt socks shorts a whole outfit planned up i'm planning on getting a couple bit uh, more pieces because their gear is just that good Probably just going to start cycling out all of my workout clothes and training it in for those. So remember, go to com, check them out on Instagram, use my code Maratea, and uh, hopefully you'll uh, end up with some sweet gear too. Now, let's just jump right into the podcast. Uh, I just watched the Carolina Hurricanes uh, beat the Washington Capitals in double ot first off i just want to say congratulations carolina that was an awesome series it's been an awesome first round in general we got to see two consecutive game seven ots uh which is pretty legit so uh i am super happy uh for that Uh, i am going to be sure to uh you know, sort of mark this uh, time period off as something that I really, truly enjoyed sort of in my young sporting life. So, you know, that's that. That was awesome. I can't wait for more. And while I'm talking that over, I just want to bring up, I have a devil's backbone in here uh, that I brought with me back from Virginia. Something I'd never seen before is a uh, mild toasted... uh, Vienna Lager with Caramel Notes, uh, 5.2% alcohol, 18 IBU, uh, four Great American Beer Festival medals, two World Beer Cup medals. And let me just do that by the microphone. Am I holding it upside down? I might be. There we go. Got the nice pop-off. And pouring it right down the chute of my... Oh, I got a Hooters glass this week. Coming right out of the gate, we get an awesome amber color. Good head on that one. Get that good bubble and sizzle. And bring it right up to the top. Can't wait to jump into this one. When it's the appropriate time. I just had uh, two presentations that I had to get through today. That makes me pretty much done with those two classes. So uh, maybe a little bit of a celebration. Uh, But I'm really, really looking forward uh, to the end of my semester. Still looking for that elusive first job. But you know what? Uh, Doing this for everybody keeps me... Uh, Happy. And, uh, you know, it's uh, what I enjoy doing. So I will continue to have at it. So, anyway, Carolina Hurricanes and uh, Sharks, uh, San Jose Sharks, both win game seven overtimes, which is freaking incredible. I think it might be the first time. It's happened back-to-back in the first round, which is pretty epic. I am all about, you know, having crazy upsets, uh, seeing things like this happen. I'm just a huge fan of playoff hockey because really it's truly a sport where anything can happen. You can see in the NBA, it's been no upsets. I'm watching Golden State right now. They're down to the Clippers right now, but they're up in the series 3 uh, 1. Sixers won handily over the Nets. Uh, you know, Houston Rockets won easy. Bucks won. Raptors won. Celtics won. I mean, what's the point? What's the point of even going through all of the teams? Because there's absolutely uh, no parity whatsoever when it comes to. Uh, You know, the NBA playoffs Until you really, really get into it And I think that's where the NHL playoffs Have a distinct advantage Because they really can You know, ev- anything can happen So I'm going to toast to the actuality of anything happening and uh, have my first sip of Devil's Backbones Vienna Lager. Now, not going to lie, I have had this one before, but it was like a fifth beer of the night type scenario. So, when I decided uh, to bring this home, I figured that Yeah, I'll probably do a proper review on it now, and uh, first sip left me pretty happy. It's got a nice crisp taste, sort of what you want from a lager. It is definitely mild. It's got a little toastiness, and I'm getting some of that uh, Carolina, or not Carolina, excuse me, some of the, I guess, Virginia caramel coming through. Uh, Very happy with that so far. I'll see how we sort of progress through the rest of this beer, but yeah, I like that, I like that, happy to have a couple more to go, <laughs> anyway, so I just finished up actually my first homebrewing experience, and I think next time I do the pod, I'd like to review my own beer, We uh, did it with my buddy Kyle, we sort of turned a documentary film class into our excuse at Uh, you know, making beer, so it was a very, very uh, fun class for me, in particular, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time, and uh, really just sort of gave myself the excuse to do it, so now I am very happy to report that I have a beer, it tastes, uh, it's got some banana esters to it, but I'm letting uh, the rest of the supply that I have sort of uh, continue to bottle and uh, cold condition in the hopes that it's really going to turn into something uh you know obviously very first batch uh using extract stuff like that so nothing too technical with what i did but it was a really enjoyable experience i think it's a hobby that i've picked up uh now for better or for worse so we will see uh, how this goes for the foreseeable future um, but it sort of leads me into this newness, the springtime, uh, trying new things, sort of restarting uh, yourself, revamping. Because I think this is a time more for rebirth than, you know, say the new year, because things are getting warm. You can go outside, you can't do things. Uh, you know, I have had a little bit of a sort of career rebirth I'm uh, doing press uh, releases right now for Johan Promotions helping promote next Excite Night uh, 4 it's going to be happening uh, down in or over in June uh, at the Excite Center at the Parks Casino so if you haven't gone there to check out a boxing event yet, you really should, it's a small seated venue so be on the lookout for tickets when they do become available make sure that you take them, uh, scoop them up it's going to be an awesome Uh, night of fights, I'm going to be there. You can come say hi. You can come meet me if that's something you want to do. I I mean, I'd advise doing it, but some people would advise against it. They're haters. Now, this also sort of leads me into my discussion. I was talking about the newness of spring and April. I believe that April might just be the best damn sports month uh that is available uh to people out there first off you have the nba playoffs which can be exciting i mean i i'm watching sixer basketball in april that's meaningful watching some of these games like the dame lillard dagger over okc last night if there was one series that was entertaining it was that portland versus okc Watching that last night, hits a 37-foot game-winning three to give him 50 points on the night. That is absolute insanity, and I am here for it, Uh, for one and for all, uh, totally in approval of that. Uh, You have the Masters and Tiger winning again, and that sort of magical... Palm Sunday run as Tiger marches up the standings and is able to hold off some hard chargers, is able to come back and just sort of out-white-knuckle Francesco Molinari on the back nine of the Masters. Uh, you know, goes double digits under par for the tournament. Really, uh, Being able to come back in his 40s, 43 years old, when his 15th major... Tiger Woods really is a phenomenon in the sports world in terms of dominance, greatness, and just sort of how universally good he is for the sport, more so than I think any other player in any other sport uh, for a long time, if ever. Getting to watch that uh, was an amazing experience, even though I was at work. it just I took it in with sort of, you know, the public and everyone that was there and we all just had this collective moment of like wow it really happened and we're here to see this we're here to see tiger come back to the top of the golf world and it's special because it's the masters even if tiger isn't playing masters is still i think the preeminent tournament and then you have baseball starting on top of everything baseball uh, is very, very good to me, as Sammy Sosa once said. I think it's just very, very fun to watch. I love watching Phillies baseball. I love, you know, that the promise of opening day, the promise of a new season, a fresh 162 uh, for these people to have. And you know, especially when you have uh, superstars like Bryce Harper uh, on the squad, you got uh, guys like Gene Segura, all-star, JT Realmuto, all-star, uh, Reese Hoskins, all-star, or Herrera, possible all-star, uh, Aaron Nola, Cy Young candidate, Jake Arrieta, proven winner. Uh, it gives you a whole new meaning to you know, excitement on opening day. And getting to watch the rest of the league is fun, getting to see Boston struggle out of the gate was very interesting. Getting to see an opening series in Japan and Ichiro's last moments as a major leaguer with Seattle. That was rewarding in and of itself, being a huge Ichiro fan. I actually have... It is one of my single most prized sports possessions, and I can never thank my Uncle Charles enough for getting it for me, but it was an Ichiro Suzuki rookie card in Japanese. I mean, this thing is wicked cool, and I just I can't believe that it's something that I have. <laughs> uh, it just amazes me even now that I think about it to this day. Um, so we have the Masters. We have NBA playoffs. You know, some exciting basketball in some cases, and just getting to see your team in it normally uh, when they're, they haven't been, but even without it, I still think it's an exciting time. Uh, the NHL playoffs, it's more exciting when my team, the Flyers, are in it, sure. But, you know, I'm watching some of these great series that eh, San Jose-Vegas won. I think Vegas has his first legitimate, like, blood feud rivalry going on with uh, San Jose, which is pretty excellent. Uh, I think caps cane is an emerging rivalry. We're going to see a lot more going forward. I think, uh, you know... We've seen a ton from the Capitals. I mean, they were worthy champions last year. They had a nice uh, repeat season. You know, They did their best to defend, uh, but it was a great series. I mean, Brock McGinn getting his first overtime game winner off the stick of Justin Williams. Are you kidding me? Justin Williams now 15 points in Game sevens through his career. That's the most in NHL history. How wacky is that? Like, of all people, Justin Williams is one of the most clutch performers in NHL history. And he just keeps doing it night in, night out. It's wild. And I really think uh, that's uh, just something that I've sort of watched over the course of my sport-watching career. And I can tell you that i uh, it's pretty clear to me right now that I did not win the booch Gross Overtime Challenge. Even though I had selected... Brock McGinn, even though I had McGinn Haglin as somebody else did for some reason, whatever it was, it just, uh, wasn't in the cards for me tonight. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things, uh, where really, you know, you win some, you lose some. I'll drink to that. And you know what? I'm watching uh, the Clippers sort of try to hold off Golden State here. If they make this 3 2, then it may be, uh, maybe you can classify it as another interesting playoff series. Uh, Lou Williams is playing out of his mind. I don't understand how he's a six man and not a starter and seems to just play better that way. It's just one of those sort of mind boggling things, uh, one of those NBA oddities. Which is uh, kind of fun to watch. So, we got NHL playoffs. Uh, they had some great series. We had the two sweeps Columbus and uh, the Islanders sweeping, respectively, Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh. That's fun to see. Uh, you had Colorado dismantling Calgary. You had the Dallas Stars upsetting the Nashville Predators. That was a. I would watch out for the Stars, they are a sneaky good team. They are uber, uber talented with Jamie Benn and uh, Tyler Sagan, Alexander Radulov. I mean, they got Jason Spezza on their fourth line. Like, for real? Jason Spezza is still a legit talent. And Ben Bishop is playing out of his mind as a goaltender. And he's really sort of coming into his own that he never seemed to get to. Uh Also, uh, we've got the Boston Bruins continuing to play well. That should be fun. Uh, yeah, St. Louis making this sort of miracle charge from last in the league to into the playoffs and knocking out the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> that's it, these are stories that you can't predict, you can't write. That's just things that seem to happen. And this is what makes sort of this month of April so special. You've got the first round of the playoffs, which is always the wackiest. you got the Masters, NBA playoffs, start of the MLB season, and frankly, yeah, I'm going to come out here and say it. The NFL draft. I am a huge sucker for rampant speculation and draft talk, talking about rookies who I've never heard of, never even seen play, But all of these experts have the exact scoop on, uh, you know, we've watched them go through the combines, we've watched them get interviewed, we hear rumors about draft picks on the move, players getting packaged with those picks, what's going to happen, who's trading up, who's trading down. Is there a late riser? Has someone's interviews been just so spot on that there's teams showing increased interest in them? Nelson Aguilar, I heard today, could possibly be on the trading block for the Eagles because uh, apparently uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown is going to be on the board when they pick and they think that he could be pretty much an equal to Deshaun he could be like a young Deshaun that they could train into taking over that sort of agalorish role like are you kidding me like this is the type of stuff we're talking about the draft is tomorrow i'm super excited for it i'm still looking for a draft party if uh, anybody's hosting one hit me up uh but you know this is an insane time of year uh sort of to be kicking these things off and i really believe the head april uh, might just damn near be the best month uh, in sports. And I think I've listed a sufficient enough amount of reasons why. So if you disagree, uh, you can kindly uh, let me know. Because I'm always looking for interaction. I'm always looking to uh, sort of bring people into the fold here. If you want to be on the podcast, if you want to contribute to the podcast, ask me questions to talk about. Uh You know, I'm always open to that because uh, I like to interact. I like, and this is one of the things that sports brings me. It's a, I think it's just one of those things that when you do it all together, uh, you know, when you can bring everything into play, with the, I guess, this sort of world of sports. Uh, it just really, it all flows together for people to be involved, for them to go nuts, uh, for just for whatever reason. I really think that this is a special time and it creates sort of a special energy Um You know, I love Easter too, don't get me wrong. But uh, just having all of this stuff going on simultaneously uh, really is, I think, a game changer. In terms of sort of revamping the sports fan from those like doldrums of March and February. April is just a whole different animal. And that's not to say, you know... Things like the Daytona 500 aren't awesome, or, you know, the upcoming, uh, what is it, the horse race, the Kentucky Derby isn't fantastic, the Canelo fighting every Cinco de Mayo weekend isn't something that I look forward to all the time. It is. Speaking of fighting, uh we got Canelo coming up, I think he's going to destroy, um, Daniel Jacobs, I think that's going to be no contest for him. Uh Danny Garcia is coming off of a Big Win. He's calling out Keith Thurman, Sean Porter, maybe even Manny Pacquiao. I think he deserves one of them. I think he's going to see that fight come to fruition. And we got a big fight uh for the middleweight title. Jacare Souza is fighting for his title shot. He's been promised it with a win against uh Jack Hermanson, I believe. That's happening this weekend. So make sure you tune in for that if you do have the ESPN plus I've been very happy since I got that subscription and I think uh, it's sort of changing how I view sports in a sense. I mean I'm never gonna get rid of the you know cable packages and all those types of things but it's given me uh, these options to go out and watch these uh, things that I might not ordinarily see hey, Ronaldo Souza versus Jack Hermanson. That one is going to be, I think, a win for Souza. He's too good, been denied a title shot too long. I think he's going to pull through. Greg Hardy. I think he takes out Dimitri Smolyakov. They're setting him up for that one. Alex Oliveira, Mike Perry. Could be Fight of the Year for all we know. Make sure you tune in for that one, but I think Mike Perry takes it. Glover Teixeira. I think. I don't know. I, I like Ion uh, Kutalaba. In that sort of upset role. John Lineker versus Corey Sandhagen. Sandhagen reminds me a lot of Dominic Cruz. And I think he invites those comparisons. He thinks he's a better Dominic Cruz. I think he's going to show that against John Lineker. But be on look at Lineker. has got hands of stone. And then Roosevelt Roberts versus Tom Gifford. Roberts is probably going to roll in that one. I would assume. So you can take those picks to the bank with you. If you want but uh I think it's uh you know it's a great time there's UFC on there's boxing on important boxing that's happening Game of Thrones Oh, oh my goodness I mean it's gonna be a hell of an episode it's like gonna be an 80 90 minute battle sequence uh I have no idea how any of these is uh, going to go, but I know that I'm incredibly compelled uh, by all of this. And I really think that, uh, I mean, this has just been a fantastic month so far and I'm finally tying up school. I'm going to work my way out of that one. Uh, It's been great uh so i'm gonna tie up this podcast Uh, i didn't have a whole lot to say i just sort of felt compelled to get back on the mic i'm wearing my hartford whalers hat in honor of the carolina hurricanes victory i'm toasting to them with my vienna lager from devil's backbone which i like quite a lot it is a nice malty Obviously, it's mild, it's easy drinking, it's got kind of a yingling-ish quality to it, which everyone who knows me knows that I appreciate. It's just a little bit, uh, it's got a, it's a little more toasty than yingling and I think a little sweeter at the same time uh, in those sort of certain breaths, um, which, you know, it's not going to be for everybody. Uh certainly, I think I like this beer a lot. I'd give it like a 3.75 uh something I would drink again, something I've still got in my fridge that I'm going to drink again. And I would look forward uh, to doing that. But so, yeah, that's uh, going to be my rating. And I'm going to say, as I wrap this up, I would invite everybody to check out my writing, wildfiresports.com. Come visit me at Zed's Beer, uh, the place that inspired my adventure into brewing. That I'm going to talk about more next week as I'm tasting it. Uh, make sure to reach out to me on Twitter mmaritae22. That's m m a r a t e a 22. Reach out on Instagram mmaritae77 m m a r a t e a 77. The Sport Chance Pod on Twitter and Instagram is where uh, this podcast is sort of housed. Um, Anything uh, you guys want to talk about, reach out, comments, concerns, any ways I can improve the podcast, anything I can do to sort of make this better for you guys, please let me know. And while you do that, leave a rating, uh, subscribe, comment, anything you want. Uh, I'm really happy to get any feedback whatsoever. <laughs> let me know if somebody's listening, please. Uh, my self esteem depends on it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I've kept uh, you guys on the hook for long enough uh so i'm gonna get out of here and finish enjoying this beer uh thanks for sticking in cheers